0: And welcome to episode 22 of the Pro Painted Podcast. I'm, of course, uh, Matthew Lyons. This is my, this is my, this is our uh, final yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is you. my fucking yeah. podcast! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I do all the fucking work. Come on, guys. You need to be so sure. Yeah. Um, None of the content. <laughs> no. Yeah. No the content's not my not my responsibility. That's that's you guys. Anyway, so we are episode 22. Um, this is going to be our end of year episode. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of a recap. So I'm joined by my super sexy co-host which of course is Mr. Bob Ellis.
1: Evening all. How are you, Matt? How are you, Ian? Yeah, I'm very I'm well. Good.
0: Yeah. Not Excellent. bad.
1: Matt, Freudian slip lines.
0: <laughs> hmm. and of course you heard the um dulcet tones of mr gilmore how are you doing you dirty drug peddling northerner
2: i'm very well yes winding down for christmas good
0: now we will pre-warn people there is one of those kicky ball um catchy catchy um people seem to love supporting it uh football things on um so it could be a standard in suddenly disappears um I kind of imagine you're like drowning in signal. You're like, me, I, 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 so we might lose yeah. Ian kind in of later on in the episode.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Essentially at that point,
2: I'm hanging out the window calling people tricks. <laughs>
0: Ah, brilliant ace um so yeah as i said we're going to do a bit of a roundup just kind of a general chat of what we've been up to um ian wants to run a competition for uh january so we'll, we'll mention that as well which it should, should be a bit of a laugh um but yeah so i mean anything you guys want to kind of um kind of jump in with Have you kind of been up to anything particularly exciting uh over the last few weeks since we recorded last yes
1: yeah oh yeah yeah so um Like, I, uh, well, I I decided, well, we we mentioned this before on on the podcast, that, you know, putting um, work-in-progress pictures of, you know, of minute sort of stages of development in Bellacore perhaps wasn't the best idea because people, you know, perhaps get sick of it or lose its impact or whatever. So kind of started, you know, I sort of said, well, rather than not post any at all, or sort of post some um, where you know there's sort of like a, a major, you know, sort of landmark kind of thing has happened. I you mean, know, or you yeah. know, certain so, you know, specific developments have taken place. So, obviously, posted the, the, to- the upper body is completely done now, which is happy days. Does um,
0: it super good, super and yeah. functioning.
1: Super. Um, yeah, so quite a lot of you know, and it's nice to actually. You know, although, as we said, you know, about not sharing, you know, Twitter, you know, sort of work in progress as much and all the rest of it, you know, it's nice to have a bit of feedback from, you know, people who have said, you know, no, we, you know, we enjoy the work in progress updates. But I think, you know, overall, you know, it will just be more of a case of which does and when, you know, major sort of things are done, which, you know, I think is probably the sort of a good balance, as it were. Yeah. Um,
0: can I interject and so, ask you a quick question there? Go on. How are you getting yeah. on with that fuse? Because I think I can still hear you banging away. I, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm done. <laughs> banging away. I'm done, mate. I'm done. Brilliant. Anyway, yeah, go on. Excellent. Go on. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, um, so kind of moved on to, there was, uh, you know, and throughout this sort of whole project, kind of, you know, almost been, because it's been something where, I think I've said it before, there's, although you've got the uh, the original Bellicor model and the paint job that was on that, and obviously there's there's quite a bit of sort of um, artwork for him, you know, given and and you know where it's based off uh, the fluff around him being the ever chosen and taking sort of cues from Archie on the certain elements that um, I wasn't quite sure how to paint. You know, when I'm following a paint scheme, it's quite easy just to you can always get your head down and just work your way through it where. Sure. If you're coming up with something from scratch, there's quite a bit of trial and error involved. And, you know, it was quite interesting to, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people here have, or uh, listeners have, have kind of either listened to some of the Twitch stuff or some of the community articles from the heavy metal guys and the process that they go through when they're coming up with paint schemes. You know, they, they have a lot of, they, they you know, they, they do a lot of test models. they, you know, photo, use Photoshop quite a bit and they would sort of block in color just to get sort of color combos right and, and all the rest of it. Um, and, and doing that with you know, having getting to a point now with Bellacore where you know, I know, you know, I know how the, the technique of getting a spike done or what color I'm going to use to highlight certain stages of the skin. You know, that's all done. You know, I've, I've done already sort of mastered, not mastered, but already tackled. A lot of the elements now, or the majority of the elements that I'm going to be doing going forward. So, now even though, like, I'd say he's about three quarters of the way done, as far as physical, the actual physical model, I think, um, you know, the next sort of, or that next, that last sort of quarter of work will be a lot quicker. I mean, I reckon if I got my head down and you spent like three or four sort of, you know four days i could probably get it done because i know you know what i'm going to use for the highlights what i'm going to use for the shades what mixtures i'm going to use and does that make sense
0: yeah definitely um, it's yeah. your your you've you've got the foundations done now well you you've you've done the entire process so now it's just replicating yeah. the techniques yeah,
1: yeah yeah and and but but the, the one standout thing from that and the only thing that's kind of stood in the way is the um is the orb yeah and uh Having had a bit of feedback from a couple of people on that, um, and I, you know me not being quite happy with it, um, with and, and having repainting it like three times, I think, to like a decent standard each time, um, I thought well there were there are elements on it where I and uh, for those who haven't seen it or can't quite remember, it's the orb from the Vermin Lord kit. Um, where he's sort of clutching it in his hands, but for the flame, I've used um, the flame from the pyres on the Chaos War Altar yeah. kit. Um, now, although it seemed like a good idea at the time, that kit, although it's, it's it's a it's kind of a new kit, but it's actually quite old now. It's almost like I think that came out with the the 8th edition Warriors of Chaos release, didn't it, I think? And that was, like, what, 2012? Yeah. So it's, it's a six-year-old kit now, do you know what I mean? Um, and some of the flames, you know, they were painting up a right, but when you look at stuff like the orb that Magnus the Red has, the sort of the traily sort of fiery smoke effects that are on the new Night haunts and things like that, it just looked a little bit old in as far as its design. It wasn't almost not 3D enough. Um, you know, I mean, and obviously we've spoken a lot about how you know models now these days they they've got harder lines, they're easier to almost paint in a way. As far as you know, it's quite obvious on a lot of models now where the edge highlights go and where the shade's supposed to go. And I felt that the orb wasn't really at that point, and um, so I decided to resculpt it. Um, I've kept <laughs> I've kept the um, the main components of it, but I've added. A lot of um, more sort of dynamic flame to the bottom of it to create to fill up some of the dead space. and I've also used um, the Chaos God symbols from the Forsaken kit, like the tiny little God symbols that you, that you got on the sprue separately um, that you could use to dot around the miniatures. And I've got them as um, I sculpted them into the flames to look like the sort of the runes that are glowing in the in the orb itself to kind of. Almost representing, harnessing the four gods, chaos powers. Um, yeah, and I, I think it looks quite cool. Um, you know, and it, it was—it's uh, quite a thing, and I guess a bit of a tip for me. I know I've sort of been rambling on, but just to finish up, I guess the, the, the biggest thing is when you're sculpting something, um, whether it's fur or armor or flames or anything like that, do think about how it's, how how you're going to paint it. Um, sure. so uh, you know put in a little bit of extra detail so that you know rather than something be completely smooth you think well, well I'll put in an extra kind of you know edge there or depression there so that when I shade it or highlight it you know it. Um, you, you've got more things to catch people's eye and you can add more detail and if you think about that at the sculpting stage it might sound like an obvious thing but then once you know once you have put all in the hard work of green stuff in it all you're not just left with something that's quite flat um and that's i guess that's the danger of you know doing a lot of sculpting is because stuff these days is so dynamic and you know cad rendered and all the rest of it you can you know parts on a model where you've hand sculpted can have the um the danger of sticking out yeah, you know, you sort of like you've got all these wonderful sort of dynamic bits on this model, and it's oh yeah, well I can see that you have sculpted that bit because it sticks out like a fucking sore thumb. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's something to to bear in mind. Does that, does that make? I mean, is that am I making sense? I feel like yeah, I'm. no, no, I'm yeah. Yeah. You know, you can you know, it especially totally with like, especially with all the new stuff. You know, I mean, it's probably you know it's a little bit easier with things like space marines because they're they're the design is what it is, if that makes sense, but where you've got stuff like, you know, the the Nighthorn or, you know, stuff like silvereth you know, it's a very specific um, style and design to it. And, uh, you know, to do you know, bear that in mind, when, you know, don't just stick bits on here and there. You're thinking that that'll do, you know, perhaps spend a little bit more time you know, looking online, getting into Pinterest, looking at other conversion ideas, not to necessarily copy those ideas, but just gain inspiration from them and see how people have gone about certain things and uh, sort of adapt it to what you want to do. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. It's almost, it's pretty much ready for paint now. So that's good. I'll probably, uh, like I said, I've got my uh, Christmas due tomorrow, which is one of my hobby and token hobby nights for the week. Uh, obviously, tonight being the other. So probably get some painting done at the weekend. But as I said, you know, given that I know the colour schemes and stuff, they should uh, should be able to get quite a bit done, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah,
0: sounds ace, mate! Brilliant, nice and soon. it'll be good to see that finished. Hopefully, early next year.
1: Well, no, I think. Um, well, I, I'm. Uh, funnily, funnily enough, because of um, obviously with Isabel being born in in June, my holiday, my annual leave entitlement runs from uh, March to or April to March each year because um, yeah. I took three weeks paternity, I hadn't really used much holiday. Um, and my boss was like, well, you know, you might as well just take it off over Christmas, and not you? Know, because, you know, businesses shut down over Christmas. And I was like, oh, well, if you insist. <laughs>
3: um,
1: so, uh, yeah, I've got quite, a bit, you know, I've got two solid weeks of time off over Christmas. So I'm sure I can steal a couple of days here and there. Um, and hopefully get them done before the new year. That's that's the goal.
0: Awesome. Brilliant. Love it. Yeah. Excellent. Ian, I know you've been working on a few bits and bobs as well, because you've been actually sending us photos with your new phone that works and can send photos. So what have you been up to since we last spoke?
2: So if, um, what have I been up to? I've done some... I finished the Shade by, Spice by Skaven. I yeah. remember that was before, after the last episode. But that's done now, which is good. And I've been... Um, I've been going back to the Witch Elves so I've been pottering through them so I've finished 25 I've got the skin done I've got the skin done on another 5 which is the um, the most not the most time consuming but the most important part to get Um, right especially the um, faces so that's they're done which is good um, and I've base coated another 10 up into the point where the skin needs to be done. So they're quite, um, yeah, it's just moving forward. And, um, yeah, I've just been, you yeah, know, witch elves mainly. mainly. Um, I feel like that's I, I all I've been doing this year is just witch shells. <laughs> just
0: literally just painting non-stop w- witch shelves. W- yeah,
2: um, but the end's in sight. And uh, I think I'm hopefully going to try to finish the first unit of 30 by the end of the year that's the goal lovely and um, then I'm going to go on I'm going to do the next 10 straight away because if I don't I won't go back to them and then um, see where it takes me see what see what I probably want to do something else then because um, I'm very i mean in quite a I've been quite enjoying fluttering around from thing to thing yeah um, so I'm going to think I'm going to continue doing that um, and just fancy paint what I fancy and little spurts here and there
0: and uh yeah see where it takes me yes dirty yeah. in yeah sweet um but yeah brilliant well again we'll kind of think forward to what you want to do for next year as well and um kind of do a little bit of review on what, what you've been up to this year um uh, for myself i've kind of had a little bit of a flurry of hobby activity recently um I've got some deadlines looming, um, so I've got Paul Buckler's Fate of Sigmar event, his narrative event coming up in February next year. Um, so I've got my Court of Set Army that needs to be done for that, and I haven't shared any photos of this publicly yet because I'm I'm some of the models I'm are painting onto a particularly high standard, um, and I'm also kind of getting the the base coats and the main colours down for a small kind of escalation campaign i'm doing along um that matt clark's running so he's one of the, the black sun guys so people who listen to the podcast for sure remember matt and um being mentioned and his love of doing uh, individual sorry doing army lists with one of each unit Um, which is also called highlander i've mentioned that what we're doing before um so i'm doing that and there's points for getting all your models painted for the month so i rushed i kind of just decided i had a couple of hours half a day um i think last sunday before the deadline i was like oh, you know, I'm going to try and get these all finished. I literally finished one minute before midnight, and I, had, I literally grabbed my phone to quickly take a photo, to get it in the group chat, to show that I got, got it all painted by the midline uh, deadline. midline deadline, uh, midnight deadline. Um, but I wasn't actually happy with it, and it was something I wanted to mention, is going back to something when you're not actually happy with the execution. So what I'd done is my... The army's got black armour, um and for the snake elements i've gone for quite an emerald green um and the emerald green is i think it's warp stone um is the color so it's not it's quite yeah. a thin thin color as well And gone for yeah. death guard kind of on the the pale skin bit um and i kind of painted it when i thought look if i paint these, when i fin- finish and paint these properly and i highlight them all up these should look good but the more I painted, the more I just I wasn't feeling the colour scheme at all. So I'd base-coated and washed my Mercia Snake, which I was using as my Blood Rat Shrine, so a big model to, to paint in that scheme. Uh, Ten Sisters of Slaughter uh, and five Blood Sisters. So it's quite a lot done, and I just wasn't happy. Um, and I think it would have been very easy for me to go forward and just finish the army to that standard. And the other thing that I noticed is while doing my research again for Conan is I thought the snake that Conan fights in the the original Conan the Barbarian movie was green. It's not. It was actually orange with black stripes. So I got that completely wrong. Um, and for anybody who may have known some of my previous work, I've got quite a bit of a fascination um, with orange as one of my favourite colours to paint. Uh, And that's mostly because of the old GW base colour. I'm not such a fan of the, I think it's a Jacaro orange now. I don't like it as much as the Macarius solar orange. So I've got about six pots of the Macarius one. Um, So I just went back and basically repainted the models, Um, which kind of feels mental because I've done a wash and a highlight. Sorry, I've done a, a base coat and a wash and I've gone back and painted another layer of paint over the top and rewashed it. And to be fair, it actually looks fine. You wouldn't know it's got two layers of paint on it. So I'm actually super pleased. And I've almost finished the first blood sister to a high level. Um, and I, I've stolen what Rob was saying about black armor. So I actually started with a base coat of 5050 black. So I use the Army Painter black because I prefer that to a badden. Um, with cantor blue. Got a good solid base coat of that, and then I've washed. I've probably done about four or five washes of uh, of Norn oil. I quite like non oil in this use because it's, it's it's thin wash. Whereas normally I use the army painter ones. Um, it's great. It's null no,
1: no oil is great for glazing that black in that sort of technique, as it were. Because like you said, it's not as um, thick. No. I was going to say op- opaque. It's not as opaque as the uh,
0: yeah.
1: army wash ones
0: um so yeah,
1: good.
0: i've done that and i've played around with what edge highlights i wanted to go for because again i think with black you need um contrast is quite an important aspect of that but i didn't want to push it too far um i tried it with colors such as um as uh, it astronomical sorry celestra gray um highlight and okay. then white too strong um so i actually defaulted way back to what i did with my old um death company um when i was doing blood angels and i've gone for macarius uh grey um no sorry mechanicus Macaris, mechanicus standard grey and then dawnstone um and I'm really pleased with it uh, it's in, utterly impossible to photograph um but I've now got the colour scheme for my my daughters and I've also gone for for the actual tabards as some some have tabards on the witch elves for example and the blood sisters do as well I've actually used cantor blue and then highlighted that up um, just because it, it because you've got the, the cantal blue and the black, it, it yeah. kind of, it works quite well together and blue is quite yeah. a strong con- contrasting colour for the orange.
2: Yeah, tricky ID wanted did. Yeah. The you your brain would w- realize that's the same tone in there.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's 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 what kind of what I did with um, with Bella his, his main um sort of his base, his mid tone of his skin as it were, one of a better word, is an uh, Eshin Grey. So the first Sort of chunky highlight, as you'd call it, on the on the black was was Esching grey, um, and then I think it was dawnstone, and then on the very sort of on the pinprick highlights, as it were, that's when it went up to uh, administratum Grey. But yeah, no uh, Esching grey and or dark reaper or administratum uh, grey. These are good shouts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to go for Dark Reaper, but I've always had a bit of a thing with the consistency, and also, oh shit,
1: it's this—it's it's not very good.
0: No, and I wanted something that was that was quite strong. I wanted an, i wanted a proper edge highlight, so I went with that. Um, and what I've also done is the snake belly itself. Um, I've used Rakarth flesh as my base um, for that, uh, and then highlighted. I kind of wet blended and gone straight up to uh, re- I've washed. Re-base coated that um and then uh, kind of feathered it down and then gone straight in with pallid witch flesh and i, I think it works pretty well i'm going to get some photos i want to get the first model done um get that up but it's it's i keep i don't know if people find this and it'll be interesting what other people think when they're painting um you you want to like you start wanting to introduce extra colors you just don't need Um, so an example of that is you've got the hair so you've got the the witch elf hair that comes off a lot of the models which I leave separate so it's really tempting for me to because I did it red so I was quite happy with it Um, and it still looks okay on these models but it's an extra color that just doesn't need to be there so what I've actually done is the the staffs the howlbirds themselves I've just done black uh, the weapon tips are silver. So I think with the hair, I'm actually going to do it grey. And I'm going to use the same colours in the hair that I've used in the highlights. So start with yeah, kind of perfect. a standard grey and then highlight that up with Dawnstone and maybe push that to white. I'm not 100% sure yet. But um, yeah, super pleased with these. I mean, actually, I've really, I will say, I've really enjoyed painting, actually now sitting down and painting a Blood Sister. Uh, I've really enjoy, enjoyed it. So there's definitely something to be said for, it's all well and good kind of rushing a concept out for something you think is going to work. But if you don't think it works, just accept it. Do just go back, you know, don't don't just rush forward with a colour scheme hoping it will work out in the end. Um, I'm mega pleased that I've gone back and changed it because I'm so much more happy with the look and that actually means i'm quite a lot more enthused for the army um so yeah so, so super pleased with that and that's basically been my hobby recently um i've had a lot of other bits of bobs going on it seems it seems pretty crazy at the moment um but yeah no, it's um that that's kind of been my been been my little bit of hobby um but what i wanted to do is just kind of give a shout out to the usual people and um, we've got um an extra little tidbit um, I also want to kind of touch on the masters. So I will be talking for a little bit. Apologies if this isn't too interesting. Um, but I wanted to say that we've actually been we were contacted and I've been sent a, uh, a sample from I don't know if you guys have come across these before. I haven't mentioned it just to kind of get your get your impression. But uh, a company called um, Your Model Box, you literally can just Google it. Uh, it's yourmodelbox.com and they're one of those subscription services that are quite popular nowadays so you, you sign up and every month they send you a box of goodies um, So it's Like HelloFresh Yes, yeah, um, obviously Loot Crate that is basically the Loot Crate model um, so we've got a bit of an example of that at the moment which is that Warhammer 40k Conquest magazine uh, which actually I'm subscribed with and I really like it um, it's not overly cheap but um, it is for the models you get, um, so you know if you're if you're doing something 40k ish, this, this could be interesting for you. Uh, and what they do is it's about uh, I think it's 23.99 a month. Uh, it gets cheaper um, if you do like a three or six month plan. Uh, you get a free one I think every three months or six months. Um, but they do a theme as well. So the one that we got, which probably not the best one for me personally, which was dwarfs. Um, but I can appreciate some nice dwarf models because I've always had uh, a bit of a bit of a love for um, the Cal dwarf range. Um, yeah, and I looked out because they, they send you kind of within that theme, kind of a selection of models, and it's quite cool. They put a little um, little leaflet in there telling you what everything is, where it's from, um, and it's quite good quality as well. The actual document they give you, so you can actually check this stuff out. So I've I've got um, from Titan War Games. They've literally got their um, their chaos dwarf range, and uh, yeah, he's, oh. a, he's, he's a lovely little resin model that I've just dropped on the floor and broken his mace off. So that's that's not so good. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but he would fit straight. In Ka- he would fit straight in a chaos dwarf army. Yes. Was it legions of Asgarath Now I think that's right.
2: Yeah, is it in the old? Big hat styles no, in the more modern No, it's yeah. it's
0: it's in the more model for more modern Forge World style. So that's from Titan War games, which I have come across yeah. before. Um another yeah. one is kind of a more standard kind of dwarf from Atlantis Miniatures. Um and that's really cool. It's a it's a proper like um double hand. He's got a great big great big hammer dwarf. not uh, comes on a nice, nice round base. So that's not bad. Twenty twenty four quid, and you got two resin heroes, which I mean, even the cheapest manufacturer, they're probably going to cost you a minimum, and these are resin. So, you know, you can't, you definitely get a bit of value for money, albeit it's a bit random. Um, but then you also get, I've got two army painter paints. So I've got Grimoire Purple and Dungeon Grey. Don't have those colours, so Ace, something else to kind of play around with. Um, the only thing that's a bit not ideal for us, really, particularly as an AOS podcast is um, they've teamed up with this company called Alien Lab Creators to do these really cool Dwarven um, bases. So they're like Viking runes almost, um, but they're square. <laughs> so not really the best thing for me. But because they're so cool, I'm, I'm going to use them as terrain, add cool. them to some of the AOS stuff and dwarf it up a bit, kind of make it a bit stand out a bit more. And something I do really like, I'm going to rattle it away, is I've got a box of, they call it mithril ore, and it's basically little silver nuggets. And you can just glue on bases to make ore. Because um, I wanted to do some a bit of terrain from the realm of um, Shaman. Um, I wanted to do a board, because I had some really funky ideas using some of the other things that are out there at the moment. Um, and that's perfect. Um, so, in all, in all honesty, dwarfs, not exactly my kettle of fish, but I definitely do appreciate um. Like good models and these are both nice, both usable. Um, I get them also nice round bases. I'm probably gonna paint them up as a little painting project at some point. Um, got another couple of paints and I've got some terrain stuff. So for like twenty odd quid, you know, for for a month, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I'm pretty pleased. But the thing that does excite me is that next month is swashbuckling. So I may actually have to sign up for the, the, the kind of the, the next one. So do go and have a look go and check them out. As I say, it's it's your model box. Um, and I think there's also kind of something, you know, a lot of the time, I don't know if you find this like when you're writing Christmas lists and stuff. Like you say to your missus, look, just buy me this, this, this and this. But you kind of know what you're going to get. So I, I like getting something through in the post and you're not quite sure, you know, what you're actually going to receive. And you'll see things yeah. you probably haven't seen otherwise. Um, you know, and things that I used to always love getting in 2000 AD when I was a kid. The idea that it would just get you posted through your letterbox every week was always something that really appealed. So, uh, yeah, they've they've sent us that over. Um, So do go and check them out. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of a little shout out to those guys. So thank you for the sample and look forward to seeing kind of what you put out again in the future. Um, And then we've also got... So um, I wanted to mention our Curtain Games. I wanted to say thank you, actually. These guys have you know approached us and offered to kind of sponsor and work with us um for the last year or so so that's been a fantastic been a really great relationship um those guys supporting us and their events seem to go in from strength to strength and oh sorry and did you have to set off your emergency vehicle alarm
3: yeah
0: again <laughs> um it will
2: not it will not be the same without it would it
0: no no we need to get it in every episode Every episode, yeah i, I think we literally have as well um so yeah, that's been, it's been a great relationship. So cannot thank those guys enough. So please, please don't do go and check them out when you're looking to pick up your new releases. Uh, so it's cursinggames.co.uk as always. Um, but also their events have been doing so well recently. And um, so I was the fir- oh, it was the first one I was unable to attend was last weekend, and they actually sold. They not only did they sell out us, the, the Dorset Doggers guys in the wider group, we were struggling to get tickets um, because they, you know, they were selling out and they kind of got a local group. They're really building that scene. So that's fantastic. So what I will say is if you are interested and you're looking at going to these curtain events in the future, be pretty quick picking up these tickets because you know they're, they are going quick. Um, and they're doing the right thing as well. They are saying when they do an event, they're selling tickets for the next one. So it's just building and building and building and building. And for us, it's also awesome because they're doing a little mini Masters event, which is entirely free. So people who kind of, I think, place in the top three of their events over the last year or so have all got a free invite. Um, so it's going to be February. So that's ace. I mean, that's just nothing. That, there's, there's no cost, you know, for that at all. So for them to put that on, I think that's brilliant. You know, so, so chuffed with those guys. So if you're listening to this podcast, you buy miniatures, please do go to Kern Games and pick some stuff up for them, particularly over Christmas. Um, I like to say, you know, with their pricing on their website, they do free delivery very quickly when you you know, filling up your cart. It's not 80 quick like you get with some of the other retailers. Um, and the same with Merchant Miniatures as well. Again, you know, Tim over at Merchant Miniatures, the person I was speaking to, they're putting amazing models out. Um, I've had some support from them personally kind of building my army out. Um, and I will say, I've got some of their Metal minotaurs, and oh my God, I just put them together the other night because I want to start building a mixed chaos army. And oh I just want a whole army of those Minotaurs. I forget how nice they are. They are yeah, absolutely yeah. beautiful. They are good. And in metal, yeah. they've got a real weight to them, like really like beefy. Mm. Um so yeah, if you're you're doing a fledging beast men army, I mean you're probably not gonna be doing minotaurs, let's be honest, but it <laughs> the models themselves just sell it to me. Um so I definitely would definitely would recommend those. Um and now, what I wanted to hit on is um, somebody actually asked me, so I wanted to explain it. Um, the pro painted rankings. Um, I one of those things where you kind of get used to people understanding how everything works. And somebody said, you know, just quite understanding. Said, how, "What what is it? How how does the points work, and how do you score people?" Um, so the information is on the website, but it's on the about button, uh, which is all the, way down, all the way down at the bottom. Um, we've got 133 people in the rankings. Um, so it's quite far down now Um, I would say Rob well done in 129th you on mute sweet (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah basically the way it works what what, more more can I say well done mate that's that's pretty you put no effort in this year and you know you ended up like in the 120s it's it's not bad it's not bad Um, well I've only been to one event haven't I uh, I think so yeah I think that's it um, so with the painting rankings, it's it's the same concept as the gaming rankings. So it's all based on tournaments. Now, with the painting rankings, it's slightly looser because we do allow narrative, even if, I don't know if there were any open play events, but if there were, they're allowed. One day doubles team events doesn't matter what kind of event you're doing for the painting masters um, because we will take, sorry, the painting rankings, we will take those results because the type of the game doesn't really impact you know, the quality of the armies that are winning the trophies the way it works really simple um the maximum score you can get from an event is 100 points uh you need to have 60 players to score the 100 points anything below that it decreases on a percentage basis so for a first place or a judge's choice you get 100 100 of that so 100 percent is on a max player at 100 points um However, what I will say is that going forward next year, I'm going to talk to my chap to help me out. So massive shout out to Tom Hewitt and, um, and Matt Arnold for helping me out with this. Um, I need to add in Coolest. So Coolest uh, has become a real thing this year. I'm really seeing those results. So I've had to put them in as first, second and third this year because I haven't had the – actually. Able to separate them, so they'll count as exactly the same. Um, Then second place is eighty percent, third place is sixty percent, and nomination is forty percent of the total score. So if you go to an event and it's a is a max one, you'll get hundred points. Second place eighty points, third place sixty, etc. etc. If it's a smaller event, you know if it only turns out that the person who wins gets of that percentage sixty points, then the other people get slightly less as well. So that's how the rankings works. And then what it does, it kind of looks at all the results. Now, painters are a little bit different to gamers because really we don't consistently tend to go to many events. Um, so it chooses the top four results, um, which for a lot of painters, is, it's not really come into it. Maybe more me and Paul Buckler, for example, where we've been some, some of the smaller events. Um, but that's, that's how the rankings work, people ask. So hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Yeah, I understand it. Any, any questions on the rankings? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nothing off the top of my head. It's kind of something that once you get your head around it,
3: yeah,
2: it's quite straightforward. Yeah. It could be, unless it's explained to you, it could potentially just be baffling. Sure. Because is it just the top four? Is it still the top four out of all the events you go yes, to? Yes,
0: that's correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so top four, the ones yeah. that count. Um, so... so, so-
2: so the aim is 400. <laughs> that be that'll, That's the ambition.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I don't... We're not far off, but yeah. That is a hell of a... Especially with painters, that's a hell of a hard target. Um, to go to I that... It's been,
3: I
2: think it's been done in the past, if I remember correctly. Possibly. Um Possibly. I think if, um, if I remember I think Dave Sweeting might have had a 400 yeah. at one point. Oh, yeah, OK. With his... Hawks and Goblets, maybe even Steve Wynn.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will say yeah. this is this is not an original idea. I mean, I'm doing it for AOS, but this is something that was done in 8th edition. You know, the, the painting rankings was a thing and it kind of stopped for the first cycle of AOS. So I wanted to bring it back. Um, so what I also want to say was congratulations to those top um, top 16 players. Um, so I'm gonna give him a little shout out. So what it meant? Top 16 players got invited to the Masters. Um, so that's kind of brewing along in the background. So I mentioned that in a sec. So top 16, we have first place. We have Aaron Bailey, obviously of of, of the Black Sun. So well done to him, officially in first. Um, followed up by Adam Kunis. Um, you know he's been he's been doing phenomenally well at the events he's been to. So well done on him. Well done for him. Uh, then myself in third um chris tomlin obviously of the black sun in fourth um graham shirley shot straight up towards the end of the year Uh, he's up in fifth place in the end um so obviously things like face hammer has done so well for him um jimbo he's one of those people that mentioned consistently goes to a lot of events gets nominated and and takes home trophies so james warth jimbo he came in sixth uh benjamin saver came in seventh he got an invite to the painting masters and the gaming masters so you know that says a lot about him as a hobbyist so well done um he just tops um for seventh tim fisher purely based on alphabeticalness because that's how i have to do it at the moment it's too confusing otherwise something to do in the future so both him and tim score 200 but tim comes in eighth because his first initial is t not b and um, so uh Sponsor of the podcast, Tim Merchant Miniatures, he comes in uh, in 8th. Danny Cashman, he came in in 9th. He's coming to the Painting Masters, so that's going to be awesome. Russ Veal in 10th, needs no introduction. Steve Wren in 11th, the former, the last winning, uh, sorry, the last person who won the Painting Masters back in 8th. Uh, John Green super pleased to see John come all the way up into 12th so John's someone who I've only met through AOS our first conversation was about you know them listening to this podcast so to see him come on as a painter has just been fantastic and add to that mixed order army that he's got. Also great to see Paul Buckler uh, come into 13th. So his Spider-Fan grots have done him really well on the painting front, which he did up for the Fet- for Fetty. Um, then we've got AD Mack coming in at 14th. So ad has been running Nurgle a lot of this year. Um, so large units in his army look great. I think at Crimboa, I think he did really well. Um, 15th, Ben Johnson consistently still painting up great, uh, armies for each new release that comes out it's just an absolute machine and then talking about machines we've had him on the podcast before chris bills he rounds it out in 16th and to be fair to chris he's he doesn't really feel like he's been to that many events but again he's one of those He's always there he's always getting nominated and he's you know he's bringing home trophies so well done to all those unfortunately they can't all make the masters but you know congratulations it's, it's awesome to see see that group there um and i'd love to see you guys on that list at some point
2: yeah, it's one of the things to do for next year, yeah, go to small
0: yeah. events. I mean, I'm looking... Yeah. One hundred. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a worthy goal, isn't it? I'm to, Ian, I don't even know yeah. where you are on this.
2: I'm not on there at all.
0: No? You've not even got a cheeky nomination?
2: No, because I only went to... I think I only went to one tournament this year, and I um, borrowed a endless spell.
0: Oh, yeah, that was so, me. So, yeah.
2: yeah, so I didn't get anything. Got a big fat zero
0: no never mind that's some interesting noise in the background whoever that is I think it was Rob just think, went on mute I think it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant um yeah so I know I've kind of rambled a little bit but it's, it's been yeah. great running to like be, this this year
2: yeah Rob puts the pool into pool painted doesn't
0: he yeah he does With all these
2: extra noises
0: yeah. yeah fair play to him
3: yeah
0: yeah Never mind. Yeah. Um, he's, probably, he's just probably sat there, kind of in in the quiet on mute, kind of seething. You might be joining in this conversation, but he's on mute, so we won't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well done to all those. Um, so the invites are out for. You. <laughs> fuck you. Um, so the invites are out for the the painting masters now. Um, what I wanted to say is, have a look on propaintedrankings.com If you're on that list and you say in the top fifty or so and you haven't been invited yet, get yourself a ticket to Santa's Hangover in January. De- detail, uh, details Details are on uh, the Grand Alliance Forum. Okay, I'll put some link in the show notes. Pick up a ticket for that because that's Paddy's event that he's running alongside the Painting Masters. If we don't get the full 16 for the painting, uh, we will be offering people to move across um so if you're at that event and you want to move across and do the painting ranking uh painting masters then you know that's your opportunity to do it and there's going to be so many trophies for that i don't want everyone almost to go home with a trophy it's gonna be so many categories it's gonna be a lot of fun um it's all gonna be based around match plays so it's not gonna be that confusing we're not gonna be throwing too many rules at you I've got some really cool ideas uh, loads of support so do go and pick up a ticket for that um and i'll be working down the list as people can't attend uh, the, the painting masters itself so um, you're, go- you're going to Santa's Hangover, aren't you? In I am, yeah. And you're I mean, a massive fan of the fact there's no realm rules. I am, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant.
2: Yes. <Yeah. Awesome. laughs> I like, I like the simplicity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't blame you. Jen's, Jen's looking forward to that as well. She's also playing. Um, and that's starting to sell out now. Um, he's He's got 24 spots. And I think he's getting up to about 16, to 18. So there's really not that many left. So do pick up a ticket for that if you haven't looked. Um, and the final thing I wanted to give a quick shout out for, obviously, my little side venture, which is Pro Painted Studios. Um, you'll be listening to this on Friday. Um, I will say we have a deal going uh, starting on Cyber Monday. It actually finishes on Saturday, so you've only got a day listening to this. A £20 um, so 25% discount uh, gets you one of our new command dials. It gets you a, uh, a movement tool. It gets you scenery tokens. It gives you wound tokens. It gives you command points. So do go and pick those up if you're interested, because that deal will be expiring um, on the Saturday. Um, but that's it. That was so many announcements. There's so much going on at the moment. Um, kind of end of year, kind of final rush i guess um but we'll take a little break there and we'll get into ian and running us down 2018 games workshop aos releases and his side ventures in purchase he probably shouldn't have bought because they're probably still sat on a shelf somewhere does that sound good for a section
2: yeah 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 that's pretty much a very good summary apart from the fact that they sat on the shelf in cellophane
0: oh, oh, oh painful painful yeah Right, we'll take a break there. Back in a sec. And we are back. So I've spoken loads because there's been so many announcements. Um, So Ian is now going to take over. I am. He's going to stop reminding us of the amazing AOS and extra distractions that have happened this year.
2: So um, so I've got my pile of white dwarfs next to me from... This year,
0: so starting all the way back tech. in... T- Pardon? We're nothing if not high-tech. Yeah, good old reliable
2: <laughs> paper. Um, so starting all the way back in January 2018, first White Dwarf of the year, first release for AOS of the year, was the Maggotkin of Nurgle, which came with quite some good models, actually. The Great and Clean one,
0: yeah, the Nalmol. Was... So good, wasn't it? Like, that Christmas release. Yeah, the Christmas, the little... Um,
2: it was the thing, wasn't it? It was like the 12 oh, days, days of, of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the grid and clean one, which is a grid model. Oh, she's done last year. It seems like it's got a yeah. year yeah. Well, yeah, it was a year ago. Um, yeah, no, also, year the ago. the spoilpox Scrivener, which is the guy with the uh, big mouth on the scroll. Yeah, the slopty The Slopty Bilepiper, which... I still, oh, which I still only think of as an euphemism for a sexual act. <laughs> um, the Beast of Nurgles is probably the most disappointing of the models that they released because it's a bit monopause still.
0: Mm, that's um, the only downside to that model, I think.
2: Yeah. Um, it's quite characterful, but just a bit, yeah, not particularly dynamic when you've got more than one of them. No. Um, also, The Lord of Blight's. And the Pascal Blight Lords. So quite a treat for the Nurgle players.
0: Yeah, it really was. Really strong yeah. start. Strong start to the year, GW. It was, it was a strong start to the year. So um, another, nothing... Just, uh, go on. Go on. That's
1: yeah, right. carry you. Well, no, I was going to say the um the, Pusky, the Blight Lords are riding on the back of... Yeah. Uh, the thing I remember it was... Uh, I, I I always consider when, when the Blight Lords came out... Um, Sort of just doing a i think you did some didn't you matt with uh one of your old armies where you'd converted the uh, plague drones to have a uh,
0: blight kings riding them i did yes i actually yeah. I, that was actually my idea gw borrowed it they asked me no they didn't ask me really yeah but i did not? do that but i put, I put chaos just, knights on them yeah
1: so it's just another you know like i remember sort of having a look at that and thinking that'd be quite a cool idea and Again, the uh, alarm at GWHQ's gone off. going, Rob's got another idea. Rob's got another idea. Um, yeah, but no, they're, they're they're very cool models. I think uh, perhaps you know a two in a box. I think because one one made the character, didn't it? And then the other, and yeah, so it was kind of there's a bit. Perhaps they could have done it in threes or ones, maybe yeah, just that was to make a it a weird. little bit easier. But um, that's that's you know, and obviously expanding the the heralds with the you know not just having your herald but having the two other types as well was really cool I think the heralds were the pick to the releases yeah great great and clean one and Rotogus slash Rotogus was good and it was good to see another greater demon with just the just the keeper now being the odd one out isn't it yeah which
0: you know that should be coming soon soon come eh? Matthew soon come the time of some AOS releases excellent
2: so moving on to February. Yeah. So it's um, AOS wise it was Malin Importance, which passed me by, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had though it had the book, the four whatever they were called, the people Har- so yeah, that so it's the Storm Cast with the double hammers, yeah, like the shrouds. Uh, the cave shaman and the your favorite matt the dark oath war queen
0: <laughs> No fucking um, terrible model. so I,
2: probably, I I really like it in one release so,
0: probably one of my favorite models which is that that shaman i think it's so nice um, the fungoid
2: the fungoid cave shaman
0: yeah i love uh, it i've I, i've
2: just bought one of those yeah because um with the Release the soon to be released Moon Clan book, which has been previewed by GW. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So I thought I might as well because I got Moon Clan army, so I thought I might as well pick him up.
3: Why not? Because
2: it's a new film. Inevitably, I would um, have another army project on the go, so I might as well start now.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, They also released the Legions and Gash book, Ah. which um, at the same month. which I haven't really, I haven't read, um, but there's no, a few good things about, generally people seem to be happy with it.
0: Yeah, it's so. made in a gash filth now, so that's good. People love it. Um, also,
2: I suppose it's quite a significant release for 40k, it was the Custodes oh. um, in this month as well. Wow,
3: so
2: yeah. so that was, um, that looked cool, the jet bikes and shit. Yeah. And the um, usual stuff, some Necromander and some Shade So uh, nah. yeah, I don't care about yeah,
0: yeah, who cares about that? Yeah, or Shade Spire.
1: That's done. Now? Rob
2: uh, Fire Slayers and Skaven, which are oh, yeah, probably no, right. the, the Skaven are probably the best ones of the whole lot. I think, but it's my personal, rat tinged mm, yeah. opinion. I, I wouldn't be far off that. I think. Yeah. So going cool. on. to... Yeah. All right. So quite a quite a good month. Not bad. Uh, next month was possibly the best month, which was uh, Daughters of Cain. So this was the book, uh, the Blue Side of Snakes and the uh, Canaries, which the Canaries are probably the best overall unit of the year for me, just the way the kit goes together and the mm. the three D uh, dynamic. Uh, pauses, which are great, and uh, the big lady herself, Marathi, which is...
1: Outstanding model.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's I good. think she is just... Oof, yeah, just something else. Kind of set the bar, didn't it? I mean, we had the great and clean one, and then something like Marathi comes out, and it's like, whoa, this, this is yes. something else.
1: Also, it's yeah. first, I, I, I think it's... Probably I might be wrong, but as far as uh, I can remember, it's the first sort of where they've gone down the thing of having dual, like a dual uh, two models for the same character. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think and, and, and introducing that kind of mechanic as well, I think it's pretty cool. And uh, hopefully, you know, they'll you know, perhaps see that in releases going forward. I'm not quite sure what they could potentially use it for. But I'd like to see on me know those forty K but there was, there's been rumours of that's how they're gonna reintroduce Russ, Neiman Russ, is have like um you know, his old man Russ looking a little bit like Odin and then having an, having him as sort of like a big wolf on out sort of werewolf type thing and have you know, having the two models like that as well, which is just I think it just introduces another, you know, cool mechanic into the game. And it's another cool thing for conversions as well, because you can sort of almost uh you know, you could do you could imagine doing like a Marathi proxy, using other models and uh, you know, sort of having having a lot more scope to let your imagination run wild having the two different figures. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So definitely it's I remember seeing the trailer where there's just a little bit of a tail and we wanted to buy it just from that.
0: Yeah, I think that was the start of so was... those trailers as well, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. It, was just, it wasn't... I remember the one with the... It was like animated. Yeah. Um, and it didn't... I don't think it showed any models whatsoever. Nope. But I just knew... I almost fell in love with the army at that at that point. And the models were like an added bonus. It's just, so yeah, it was cool. Definitely my um, favourite overall release of the year. The... Also was the Realm of battle blasted Hollow Heart. Yep, Didn't which buy it. is don't know what it is. Ford, Ford made of cardboard apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Azerite ruins.
0: Azrael, right, I still have still haven't got any. Still want some. Must buy at some yeah. point. Yeah. So
2: that was March going in the good. Wasn't So April April. Um, I think it was. Now, April is kind of weird, because I think the White Dwarf covers loads of stuff. That's uh, not a lot of stuff that actually has been released in this month.
3: Right. So there's a couple
2: of, um, there's 40K, it was the start of the 40K box games. So there's Forge it was released this month. But also for AOS, it was the start of the Eidnith Deepkin. Okay, nice. So the the book came out in the middle of April. Yeah. Um, but in the White Dwarf, they just showed the book, nothing else. Nice. Over AOS, um, little bits and bobs, forty k some shared spire. But AOS wise, that's all, everything was in White Dwarf. But the main Eidynth release was covered in the May issue. Okay.
3: okay.
2: Uh, so it was, we to be saw the um, everything released. Yeah. So it was the Eidolon,
0: which it was, is it was, but, it was a big the, old release over the weeks though. It was it kind of trickled yeah. out.
2: Yeah, so I think it was released towards the end of April. But it was in the um, May white, white, white Dwarf. White Dwarf. Um, yeah. Um, so there's the Eidolon, which is just an awe-inspiring piece of engineering.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, the hiking, so the special character on his um, seahorse and the generic dude. The shipwreck, which is quite a chunky piece of terrain. Uh, the eels, the shark, the turtle. I should really read up the real name, shouldn't I?
0: That's fine, everyone um, knows what you're talking about.
2: And the two lot of reavers, the um Reavers yes. and the Thralls, Namati. So so yeah. So it's yeah, good
1: it's just,
0: it was I again it was also a great time for GW doing these releases. There was I remember being up. Like while well, they're releasing, this like literally trying to watch it live to see what is, and I was disappointed because I was hoping for like a Cthulhu esque army, but I, I'm now I now do like the Deepkin uh, as an army. Um, not... I've been
1: very tempted by myself recently as well.
0: Yeah, been I I'm going to do them as a concept army. Right. Um, nice. I'm going to do them in all kind of very similar to. Um, Tim Fisher's Eshin army where he did them as kind of in nights with a lot of kind of um, purpley blue glazes over like a grey I'm going to do like green glowy eyes and uh, kind of the the standard kind of blood splatter kind of on smaller levels on the weapons and stuff so yeah just to get another army on the board really
2: yeah sounds good I like that idea kind of a little Um, side
0: side project doing, doing a kind of a month or so
2: yeah, um, I think there is some. it's no picture of him in here, but also Lotan was released. Yes. Um, with this release as well. And he's a great model.
0: Yeah, um, it's a shame that some of these cool models you just don't see him used. You don't see Tan, you don't see the Scrivener, you don't see the Sloppity Bar Piper. Yeah. That's a bit yeah.
2: Sure.
0: And I can't, see the, I can't see in here the
2: Warden, the Soul Render, or yeah. the um, Tidecaster.
0: I think there were um, kind of big, they, there was if you think just listing that out there were so many models coming out. Yeah, no wonder so, GW was doing an AOS release every week. Yeah,
2: so it was cool. So is um, yeah, that was me, and it was good stuff. It, was, it was always. There seemed to be loads of other stuff coming out as well. It's like 40k, it was two core decks that month. Yeah, and um, Blood Bowl and some 40k Necromunda. Yeah. It's a good time it's a good time to buy. Good hobby time. Yeah. Uh, so next is June, and June was the big month for AOS in some regard. AOS two because AOS two came out. Woo. So we got the Ooh, exciting times. Six months so ago. we had this so we had the Soul Wars, so it's the night haunt in the starter set yeah. and the um Stormcast. Um general's handbook came out for twenty eighteen. Um Malign Sorceries, probably the probably the biggest change between the two um editions, yeah, I'd say. Introduction the um, um, the objectives came out. Um some new new technical paints for the um Night Haunt, which are, I've used and they're pretty good quite like them um, also the easy, easy to build kits to go with soul wars so the easy to build castigators sequiturs banshees and the glaive stalkers that all came out in this month um, But that wasn't all for 40k at the same time there was imperial knights there was loads of giant robots coming out at the same time which was pretty good as well if you like giant robots as well as ghosts <laughs> who
3: doesn't
2: ghosts and robots yes Ghosts and robots Ghosts
0: and yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah Yeah That that's, could be a thing <laughs> Like Yeah That's something For That's probably Rob Now was going to End up doing a conversion With the yeah. ghosts power in the robots And covered in Flames But Yeah want to look forward to <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some Fire Fire ghosts
2: Yep, yeah. yeah, Like um, A robot version of Ghost Rider Cool be,
0: yeah. This sounds uh, mental
2: yeah. <laughs> so, so that was June Just a, just a minor month I suppose minor. So, so July um, This is
1: So yeah. I mean what, what you got I mean I know that um, Sorry to interject slightly But we yeah. obviously were rattling through these releases Without really sort of speaking about any of them In, in great detail I know we spoke about the deep and stuff But as far as the um, Endless spells how do you guys feel about you know, spells being represented on the on the battlefield and and have, you know that, that kind of that kind of thing? Um, you know, obviously with the you know, stuff like the um, the army-specific terrain and things like that. What do you what's your sort of thoughts of more and more? You know, these these sort of, I know you didn't do it with the grave sites, which I think was perhaps a missed opportunity on GW's part, but with um, your thoughts on having more of these sort of things that in in the past have been uh, more sort of abstract concepts or stuff that's been represented by tokens or templates. I mean, you know, we had the, I've still got a set of the the half-dome Aluminium or tin or whatever they are things that they released with Storm and Magic back in the day, and I know back in you know early days of Warhammer there was a, a Magic box set that had all these different you know you had the cardboard cut out of the foot of Gork and you had different coloured templates yeah. to represent different Magic spells and stuff. But how, how do you feel about the more sort of uh, like I said the these things having physical representation and actually being models that you can paint and add to your army?
2: I'm not um, that bothered either way. i, I, I Yeah, standard in response. Um, yeah. Um, I've got no great desire to paint any of them, which no. it have So it's, I'm limited about. And uh, I can't see myself particularly using them regularly because I tried yeah. them in my, with the um, iron jaws and it's okay. But I think I'd just prefer the iron jaws on their own a certain degree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can understand what people use and they are pretty some of the models are pretty cool, but they, they don't inspire me to do anything with them. Um, no. it's good to the ones that came out to the original set are probably the because they saw so, the generic prefer so the Stormcast and the Night. there. Um, yeah. But That's yeah, cool. not that I probably the yeah. yeah, end of going forward I'm not gonna use them. But you know, it'd probably be something come out of the Moon Clan with a massive like some
1: sort of moon spell, uh, obviously all over it, and um, yeah, some mushrooms, yeah, sweet. I, yeah, uh, I think, uh, I think
0: the, um, sorry, on, Matt, uh, I was gonna say, I, I like them, I think they're they're one because of the fact they're bolt on, you can use them or not, you know, they they look cool on the battlefield, they're we've got new models, bring something more visual to the game. Um. Yeah. You. You know. And they're cool. Uh, the, the Stormcast Comet one, for example, is strong. See, so see it a lot, which is great. Uh, and you see some more than others, but I think there's an extra dimension. Ace. Have they worked the way the GW probably hoped they did? Mm, no, not really. Um. They're not as widely used as you would like, and certain ones, as I say, uh, in any, in, in. in, in particular ways and that's it um because they're good um but yeah i really like them i think it's quite cool that you know when you're doing your list and you've got some points left you've got an option of chucking something you know putting an extra model in your army essentially so cool yeah i
2: think i'm going to change my mind when they release a foot of gawk
0: (laughs) yeah like a size 11 foot yeah yeah that's gonna be amazing um
2: because they used to have um they Spell stampede gork, where you used to you used to walk around, stamping on things, make multiple things.
0: I don't know if it was stampede. you used to get, um, yeah, was it something War, like that. Rocks, anyway. Warpath or something. I think it was. Yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, like that. When 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 they do that, I'll be all on it, and I'll be singing his praises. We convert it. Yeah, see. Um, What about you, Rob?
1: Um, yeah, I, like, I mean, I, you know, again, I like him for appreciate a nice model and all the rest of it you know they're, they're very the models themselves are very very cool um i think uh the the sort of having the um you know a multitude of different effects um that you can use to add to any other miniatures and conversions to sort of represent obviously that's 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 being done more and more with you know, with miniatures these days, is having the sort of smoke trails or the the you know the flame effects and the rest of it. And um, I just think it just makes models. You know, gives you the opportunity to make things a bit more dynamic. Um, you know, for the spells themselves, I, th- I think uh, you know perhaps. I mean, perhaps, like you said, I don't think they've had perhaps the impact that GW wanted. But maybe you know, again, we're you know uh, our window into the community is perhaps not as Broad as as the demographic they're trying to sell to, so you know there's probably loads of people out there that are playing with them that love them. I know that sort of competitively, there's some sort of standout choices and some that won't get used. But I think certainly from a modelling perspective, it's it's good and it's good that GW as a company are in a position where they can afford to invest in doing something like that. I think it bodes well, you know, you know they whereas before they perhaps weren't. You know, under the old management, as it were, they mm. perhaps weren't um, as sort of into doing all these extra bits and bobs. They just wanted to sort of do the basics and, and sort of do as best they could with just that sort of thing. But I think um, certainly, uh, you know, certainly... Them have you know them being able to put more money into investing into things that make the game you know just having all those different options you know the more scenery like you said the arcane ruins the the objectives you know all that kind of stuff that they've brought out you know is, is great.
0: Awesome, yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think it is it, it genuinely is great. Um, Brian, cool. what have we got next?
2: So next up, July, um, so this quite a lot of AOS in this one as well. So it's um Battle Tomes, so it's the Stormcast and the Night Haunt. Um, so the Ender Spells for Stormcast and the Night Haunt. We also had for the Stormcast the Lord Exorcist, um, which is the character, the evocators, the uh Celestar Ballista, and the astrea Soulbright, which is the woman on the dude thing Dracoline yep. is that right easy, easy um, One as well, yeah. it was yeah so that's cool um, also at some point and I'm not sure exactly when they released a load of Night Haunt I think it was this month there's an advert for them but I can't see I couldn't see the actual nice pictures so there's Lady Alunda um which is a ridiculous model It's just so good um Crawlock the Jailer Curtis Valentine um Valentian uh, Grimgast, Reap, uh, Grimgast Reapers the Dreadblade Harrows and or the Grimhaler which is the last two are easy to build yeah. so yeah so it's lots of releases the Nighthorns are probably the um, some of the best design that GW have done um, as a whole range just because the way it's they've done the they've managed to get them to look like they're floating Um which is so they all look top heavy, but they are they all quite well balanced and quite um, solid. I think it was the black coaches released this month as well, which is again is ridiculous it, model.
0: Yeah, phenomenal model.
2: Which is um, great. So yeah, so loads, loads of stuff. Um, so I probably missed something because it's not actually there's no picture of it at the beginning of the white dwarf. So maybe more. Yeah. So it's, month, um Night Haunt. Night Taunt and Stormcast and you know, ongoing Soul Wars. Yeah. I
0: suppose it's been
2: it's kind of two fairly solid months of AOS.
0: Which is good. Yeah, we definitely had a good start of the year.
2: Yeah, and then come August, this is when my bank balance started taking a hit. Um, because it was AOS. I don't think there was anything. Um Oh yes there was. There was some um, Stormcaster tunnels. So this was the the regular dudes on Dracoline. Um
0: yes. so, people were waiting for those.
2: Yeah, um, and I think there was the um, the guy on the I'm not sure what it's called, the Pegasus.
0: Mm-hmm. The Toralon.
2: You're very good, Matthew. You've been paying. Te- you've been. you paying attention. It's all filmed, yeah.
0: mate. It's all filmed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and all the good stuff. You know all the good stuff. All right,
2: good. Well done. Um, also, um, I think that was it for AOS. Um, me, oh yeah, some other. Mate, the are the. Blah blah, blah blah What are they called? The. Gladeside Haridans. Yeah. So, those are the. Um, I think, are they all ladies? They're all oh, ladies. I don't know. Ladies of the night, um, night haunts, certainly. <laughs> um, the Blade guys Revenants, which are the guys with swords. The behind,
1: I know the narrative behind them. Oh. Go on, go on then. The Dreads of like They're in I, healers I, in I, a past life. Healers, and, uh, yeah, that's correct. Healers, yeah. like uh, nurses and stuff like that. And um, Nagash thought they'd uh, rather than he'd sort of make their lives horrible by the fact that they can't, you know, they swap their arms out for uh, uh, swap their arms out for swords and that. So yeah. rather than,
2: uh, yes, um, that's very good, Rob, because that's pretty yeah. much exactly what it says in White Dwarf, and they oh, are nice. <laughs> they are pain they are painfully aware they terrible deeds yet are helpless to resist.
3: Yes, so it's
2: quite dark it is quite dark also was the um, there's another Lord Executioner which is a, he was in the starter set
0: yeah, this is the
2: alternate this is the alternate one holding up a um, hourglass which is cool, I like the guys with the swords the um, Bladeguest Revenants those are probably my favourite of the Night haunt like the extra units. I mean the felt ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh Grim Reapers, isn't it? Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's all good. I like it all. So more way more ghosts. Um also this month there was the release of Kill Team. Um nice, wow. which I've which I've uh, still which invested play. in. Uh, still in the Cellophane, part one. <laughs> um I'm looking planning on doing something with it at some point, but um, never know. There's also the release of, um, I think it was towards the end of the month, Adeptus Titanicus came out. So that, again, um, I invested in. It
0: is um, crazy thing how
2: much stuff we've had. And um, that's still sitting in his box. I'm going to do something with it at some point, but, yeah, because big giant robots never go out of fashion no
3: never yeah
2: Yeah, so it's cool Um, also was um, probably the my favourite so far the Necromunda Gangs came out this month the House Cordo and I think it's quite um, they're probably the ones that lend themselves to AOS conversions the most Um, because I've seen the people doing like Nurgle Marauders and um, free people and all sorts of them on Twitter sure so so yeah, so that was a good release as well in terms of AOS, even though it wasn't exactly for AOS. It's just quite a... they're not particularly high-tech um, when you take away the guns. So yeah.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, easy, so, easy to change like that, aren't they?
2: Yeah, I reckon you could quite cut the hands off and replace the hands but just holding somebody else and you've all of a sudden got an AOS unit. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. I like them. Um... So going on again into oh, I miss September. September. So um of cows? So this was no oh. you know, no September was um two boxes games. the, the cultists and the space Wolves. Um and there was a Hobbit box game. Actually it's three box games, and roll trader. Sure. So it did three box three box games in um one month in um in White Dwarf in September. It's nice. quite impressive. Um so they've been smashing out the releases. been also a this is Imperial Knight turns up in the middle of it all. And um yeah, some Blood Bowl as well. So yeah, so say um really good. I got I bought um Rogue Trader as well because I'm investing more plastic. yeah um, I haven't that's
0: You just want everything? Yeah, it's quite a, yeah, it's
2: not the best ideas, but <laughs> I've got, um, I'm looking forward to actually painting loads of this, because it's, it's all, um, everything's quite characterful, there's no duplication really, so I'm quite looking, there's only 30 odd models, so I'm quite looking forward to, um, cr- to cracking some of those out in the near year, um, and it's kind of, probably painted up over the course of the year. Sounds cool. Just um, slowly do it all because it's quite, it's most, um, it's weird, it's look, it's models of, it's almost like models made of John Blanche's art. If John Blanche drew concept art for models rather than just his, is in his style, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. If John, if John Blanche, so yeah, so if, uh, John Blanche did the same in the concert art in a similar style to Jez When he'd probably draw models that look like these because
3: yeah.
2: they are because they are really weird and unique and totally dissimilar to pretty much everything that GW, GW have done before after they just great I love them so yeah so that was September loads of, stuff. Hey. Is any of those stuff is there anything in there float your boats
0: um. Yeah, I'm actually considering using the the kill team. Um, like the little flyy, weirdy nerglingy things as blade as nerglings.
2: All oh, right. Yeah, the the glitchlings are the yeah. the ones with the masks, or the ones that fly in
0: the little flyy ones. Okay, those are the
2: those are the um, curse mites. Maybe yeah. the um, ones that look like they kind of float in, and they look like. Um, Almost like a little sci fi um, spaceships.
0: Mm, maybe. I, don't know. Yeah. I need to have a look like, I can't remember them now. I remember being impressed.
2: Yeah, yeah they were all cool, actually. So, yeah, they were all good. Um, I assume Rob's on mute. So, he's <laughs> <back>. <laughs> so um, okay. next, up, next up in October, we had. Um, AOS-related, sort of. We had the new version of Shade Spire.
0: Mm-hmm. Night Vault.
2: Uh, Night Vault, which was the Night Haunt and more Stormcast, um, which was, yeah, same as the um, the first one. I can't remember. Underworlds. Yeah. Whereas the, it mirrors the start set of AOS, which is probably, it's obviously deliberate. But I'm not sure whether it's the most interesting one thing to do but I might have preferred something else but the models are cool um, I haven't bought this because I um, well because I'm the way I my brain works if I had the set of the cards and I didn't have them all it would wreck my head and I had to buy everything <laughs> so I'm not yeah. buying anything I um, also had the Zin band which is the um, probably most What's the right word? Um, Underwhelming. The, yeah, the, all the models are good, but they just don't seem to fit together as a satisfying whole.
0: Yeah, no. really. Very, um, very true. There's
1: lectures like one, I didn't like that. It's a bit of a shame, to be fair, given that the army that I'm working on at the moment. I would have thought that it would have been, you know, be able to get some good stuff out of that. But
0: Imagine if they just had a proper chaos and Zinch Chaos Warrior.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it, mm. chaos warrior. You know, perhaps just go down. You know, like more. You know, sort of expand on the cultist side rather than have Sangors as well and and Blue Horrors. Just have a proper. You know, like the like the cult and a you know, fate master and, uh, you know, could have done a dude on a disc. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know? um, so I mean, the the Magister is it Magister is quite yeah. cool, I guess, but having just. Yeah. Zangos
2: and horrors is a bit weak. I think. Yeah. Like the if it was the Magister and just Acolytes,
1: I think I would have preferred it. Yeah. A um, bit mishmashy in it. Yeah.
2: Um we could have added in, I don't know, acolytes with great weapons or slightly more heavily armoured or that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's good models just not particularly satisfying as a whole. Also, the night goblins, the moon
0: clan—they're yeah, um, definitely more satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: The it's weird. The guys with the bows and the guy with the net is a bit um, basic. Yeah, they—they. So they, I suspect to fit them on the spool. Um, they gotta be like one piece. I'm guessing they're one piece. Um, both these sure. Um, but they very much the remind me of the Battle for Skull Pass goblins, yeah. and they fit in quite nicely with those. Um, so I'll probably pick them up at some point um, to add into the Moon Clan. Um, but I do like the, the squigs are cool, and it's a nice um, uh, guide of where they go in stylistically with them, so they haven't changed them too much, which is yeah. good. For sure. Uh, the squig the hooders and the um, fanatic and the shaman are good as well. So yeah, I like them overall. They're yeah. cool. Um, there's All the extra gubbins as well as come with um, shade spire. So it's um, what interested me is the arcane hazards probably the most because they look like quite a nice scatter pieces of terrain because um, just the easy to build, just random shapes essentially. Um, so they're quite. Could be used for basin or um, little bit of terrain in AOS, which is quite good. Um, and also in this month was another box game for forty k, Waking in the Dead, but also the Beast of Chaos book, which was um, a little yes. bit of, a little bit of surprise for people, I think. It was it wasn't it was
0: a bit at the left field a bit?
2: Nobody was Very expecting them. pleasantly surprised. So there's only a couple of releases with this in addition to the book. Mm. So there was the the Herdstone, which is I really like it. I think it's um, super cool. Yeah,
0: it's um, mega cool.
2: Mega yeah, mega it's, just, cool. Um, it's just that it's, um, it's something that's been alluded to for so long <laughs> in various it,
0: finally versions of the them. game
2: and finally made one. And, it's, and it's, it doesn't let anybody down. Um, and also the endless spells, which are, um, I like the bull. The horn is a bit there and the birds just I can see them being of more of interest for good for conversions not particularly inspiring on their own
3: sure yeah because
2: they're not bad but just a bit um, yeah they're alright
0: yeah, um, right. I, I really like the endless spells. to be fair I've got one of them built Them, I think they're all useful in game I think they're all just great I love them. Actually, I go for. I say I love them.
2: So, are you doing a beast army now? Uh,
0: I uh, I'm redoing my Z. All, right. All right. So Zango. <laughs> yes. And
2: he just loves Skyfires and, um, and like them. They,
0: they Do I love them so much?
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, so quite um, yeah, quite a surprise. But it's quite nice to see the beast getting some love. I was disappointed there was no. Um, plastic shag off probably the biggest disappointment yeah. I think that would have been um,
0: has led to a lot of cool a, conversions though
2: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but, it, spells but it's yeah, yeah but it's um, it's just one of these things where it's, uh, it would have it's been nice to see the um, progress from the fine cast onto plastic
0: True. yeah I suppose I suppose it is an unusual one nowadays where we've got one we've got a model so we've got a rule where we haven't really got an up to date model doesn't really happen much, does it?
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, So also, um, randomly, Adeptus Titanicus had the um, Warhound Scout Titans, which are cool, and I'm going to get some at some point. The the big release, quite literally, from Forge World, which I think we're going to um, agree we don't particularly like, is the big dragon of corn it's terrible I think mm, terrible <laughs> literally perfect um, I'm not keen on it either I'm not surprised so, you know, a, it should be it's a it's could be it's, it's, it's so good and I'm not, I can't really pinpoint exactly why I don't like it I just don't but hey ho can't like everything
0: mm, um, no worries, but it's still terrible
2: um, and that was October so again, almost up to date
0: now we are almost so, up to no, date
2: November. November um, is the. It was. It's weird that it was November because it was it was all hyped as October and all the Orc releases are in this one. Yeah. So it's um, Speed Freaks, which I quite look, like the look of. I can't afford another game at the moment. Um, it looks quite cool. Um, I like the, I like the majority of the the cars they released. So there's the various buggies which are good Um, if I did do a 40k another 40k army I might consider a speed freak army Um, there's more kill team and I don't think there was any AOS at all no no AOS at all in this month so it's been it's been a while dry month dry month totally dry not one mod nothing from I don't think there's anything no nothing at all so, yeah, uh, S- sad, yeah, sad yeah. times. Um, so yeah, so it's um, good models though. The the Orcs have do like them. Yeah,
0: so. they are cool. They are very, 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 very cool.
2: And finally, all up to date. I bought, especially bought December's White Dwarf to do this feature. Bought, so on to December's White Dwarf. Yes. Um, and this. Uh, which I specifically bought, you know, to do this feature for the podcast. And the other ones just just to sort of finish off the year. Yep. And the major thing in this month was Blackstone Fortress, which is what I'm having for Christmas.
0: Ah, from yourself. Um,
2: oh, from my um, mum and dad. Because they, they need, Thank you, they Mr. need and to and buy Mrs. <laughs> Ellis. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, because um your brothers, right?
3: Well,
2: yeah, hope not. Because um, I just love the models. I think they're just ridiculous. Um yeah, I think
3: they're,
2: they're very cool. and and it's just again the I think the my pick of the bunch is probably the rogue psykers, um, which are cool, but I quite like the um, the heroes as well. They're all quite cool painted projects. The Shadow Guide, the Eldar the Eldari Ranger is
0: sweet and if that's any i think pretty cool could probably sum up why you may be crying when you look at your bank account slightly because you keep buying everything
2: yeah it's been the last few months has been it's all been 40k Painful. which is quite worrying yeah um but but the it's also um Kalga has been reborn
0: um, it's been reprimarist which I really—I've always liked Halgar and I've always liked the Honor Guards. So those Honor Guard models are amazing and don't get anywhere near enough attention. They're awesome. Yeah, so
2: they're good. Um, I like the I like the Chaos dude actually, the um, Harken claimer.
0: Yeah, I could see so, Rob uh, making something sweet from that model. Yeah, uh, that that spear is sweet as tits. Sweet as. I quite um, liked, I, you
1: know, bodes well for. Um, a, black Legion. Yeah. Yeah. Model, um, which, you know, would be Should have been quite cool.
0: Let's be honest though.
1: I think they might hope I mean and hopefully I mean, you know, that they you know, if they're gonna carry on sort of with this narrative as well, it'd be, it'd be quite nice and sort of going back to what we spoke about the Marathi model, is maybe have you know, him and then him as a demon prince, but guaranteed if they do him like a demon prince who look very much like Bellacor and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll a yeah. So yeah. Uh, but no.
2: Yeah. So um, that's about it. Apart from his usual Christmas bundles, what I'm um, quite interested in me was the um, the paint wax. I'm not sure if you've seen these in the flesh. Yeah, I
0: have. I think actually, uh, I, I mentioned them earlier. Matt Clark's got some. They did. I do quite. I do kind of like them. Like the hobby project kind of thing.
2: Yeah. The, well. the, the Paints fit the the GW fit, paints fit in the hobby rack. Yeah. I was chatting to the guy in Games Workshop on the weekend, and um, they fit in there really snugly, so they don't they don't fall out at all. Um, so I can see it being quite good for transporting. So if you're moving paint, if you go taking your paints somewhere, you don't have to worry about the being
1: all your in pints, Ian?
2: Well, i I I <laughs> move back and forward, and I on the bus. Yeah, I got. Multiple painting um Paint. locations, yeah or
3: I yeah um, yeah
2: Amazing. so yeah so the so the project box and the painting box well, they're okay I think they're um, potentially useful um well, again, but I also what's
1: kind it goes, of I think just it goes back to what we said about the endless spells as well the fact that you know, things like the painting handle the the you know the painting handle XL and the you know the other the other one with the um, with the Tanks. arms on it and that yeah uh, you know it's sort of stuff that you, you know probably wouldn't have expected to see yeah you know, back back in the old regime as it were but now you know with all the extra bits and bobs they're doing that they, you know it's uh yes yeah, good something for everyone yeah
0: something for everybody and, and it's cool that we're getting these little hobby like tools and project boxes and yeah. stuff. And they're not necessarily something everyone's always going to buy, but it is great Despite that we area. are consistently getting them.
2: Yeah. yeah. 100%. So, so that's cool. So it's a bit more um, adapted. Titanicus is coming out, or just come out House to Lack, which is good. Um, but also the recently released uh, teasers for and previews for the um, Realm of Chaos, the Corn versus Lanesh.
3: Yep, it's song. just
2: gone up on the website, which is an In White Dwarf.
3: And I'm picking up the slanesh
2: um, for, and I'm, I'm going to pre-order the box, I think, um, I because it. because the the Herald of Slanesh
0: is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> it's just, it's just.
0: I think ridiculous the, is the right word for it. It's just, it's just <laughs> so <laughs> it's weird. It's so good, Rob is can't say anything but ridiculous. Yeah. Rob, you mean Ian? I <laughs> oh, sorry, Ian. Fuck's sake. Yeah. You've got yeah. me now. Yeah, no, I, I I've lost my words. I
1: agree. I, I, um, I mean, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, the again with the um, the fiends yeah. as well. They're, they're great models. I know the the old fiends were quite big models, but these are a decent size as well. And
0: that's what know, I want to buy the release for. I fucking love fiends. Yeah. And yeah. and the
1: um, I
2: fucking love a fiend. They look more
1: yeah. spin. They look more spindly now and agile. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I think they're, uh, you know, again my uh, slash contingent and my corn contingent for the sort of chaos, you know, the the, the four god chaos army thing that project that I'll be working on will certainly feature. You know, I need to buy. Well, I need to buy a couple more. I needed, needed to buy some more demonettes. I needed to buy some blood letters and. You know, I probably won't use the blood crushers that come in the box, but you know, the hounds look pretty cool as well, and they're, they're not particularly expensive. But I think the, the good thing with the demon stuff is, is um, it's always good to have for summoning as well, so you can always have you know, you've almost got that little built in sideboard aspect to a, uh, a demon arm. I mean, it's worth, I mean, we spoke about it at Manfi, Sydney, about perhaps painting a couple of extra. Bits and bobs for each one, you know, to, you know so you've got something else to summon. And you also spoke about, you know, displaying, and um, perhaps a subject we could do a bit more of a deeper dive into in the new year, perhaps. But, you know, having, you know, the, your 2000 points and you can display that as, you know, for your painting and your nominations. But also, you know, you've got perhaps a couple of extra little bits and on there as well that, you know, can add some variety to the army as well. So, yeah, all, all good. All good yeah. stuff.
2: Awesome. It's quite, it's quite exciting
1: that
2: it's especially, is just the start.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. hope they do. I hope they do. Like, I know obviously they're going to have the fiends. They're going to have this herald. and you know, potentially another herald if the noble things or anything to go by. So you might you know be looking at perhaps two yeah. different heralds. But I'd like if GW. I know you don't listen, and you, you know it's probably already you know the figures are done and dusted and painted and all the rest of it. If we could have like a a mortal cavalry unit, potentially, or a mortal unit of some sort. I know we've got the Hellstriders, but perhaps a sort of more heavy thing with knights or something along those lines. That would be, that lovely. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and if they the, do it, you can now claim it was your idea. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, I, I was. I, well, this is the thing. Like, I was um, for my, not to go too far into it, but for my Slanesh army, I was going to do a unit of six knights. Obviously, six being Slaanesh's number. But them all being um, the guy, the old lord on the demonic mount, the boob worm, yeah, and just have and and, and have because uh, he's, he's still really quite cheap actually. On, yeah, it's a metal model, and I've got a few of them already. But um, have have a unit of those as nice, and obviously, with the with the boob snake, as it were, right? it's could be quite easy to repose and have them you know in different. Poses and making a bit more dynamic and stuff, and that you know, so not all just the same pose, but yeah, I think, um, you know, that if they don't, then that's the route I I was going to go down with it. Just have a unit of a small little unit of six nights, um,
0: that sounds sounds very cool. So, I had a
2: um splurge in GW buying some kits for to make a warp lightning cannon, and um, I bought a I bought a um, Star Collecting Skitari but realised when looking at the bits that the Doom Crawler wouldn't work for what I wanted to do. So because I saw the Herald I took it back and I changed it for Star Collecting Slanesh Box.
3: Ooh.
2: So I think I'm going to do a... I've got an idea to do a... I've got an idea to do a fairly quick Slanesh Army. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a converted Keeper Secrets from like three years ago which i haven't done anything with um it's all built and but just got to base in stage so i'm gonna might actually go back and finish that
0: yeah that sounds awesome mate sounds really really good yeah, yeah. um yeah so i'll tell you what we're actually going to do because i know you've got that football game about to kick off and we've got some great content i don't want to lose you so i think if we call it there um and we'll try and see if maybe we can do another episode between now and the new year um so this would kind of be like a still a decent length to be honest so this will be our december white dwarf end of the year um kind of overview and then we'll do hopes and dreams for 2019 how does that sound yeah sounds brilliant yeah perfect
1: yeah yeah sounds good sounds good yeah sounds good i think um there's a there's a shame as i say before i cut off it's a shame that uh Ian's prattled on so long for the last hour or so normally it's me so I guess it's only <laughs> fair that I've been on the receiving end of, uh, um, once in a while it's not often I'm on the receiving end Matthew I'll be completely honest
0: <laughs> um, but, wow uh, I've seen that the, 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 there's some great well, there's, some,
1: there's some stuff that uh, I want to talk about about sort of new it's not just about models it's about some uh, new paint ranges that I've been looking into that sure. I think are going to really sort of uh, I'm looking to step my uh, single miniature painting up as well in the new year's one of the sort of my new year's resolutions i've uh, i've bought myself look as i bought myself i bought my my dad a samurai bust that i'm going to paint up for him um which is going to be his Christmas slash birthday present that
0: sounds Um, awesome
1: um and uh yeah i'm obviously going to be working on a single miniature that hopefully uh entering um the face hammer and their painting competition but a uh, bit of a new slash but I'm going, I'm going to be entering it into uh golden demon as well in the Ooh. single finger uh, category so it's going to be something that i've really sort of done a bit of research around sort of what paint range is and i've I've downloaded a few guides here and there and it's something that it'd be quite interesting to go through in the new year episode so yeah i'll sure, look forward to chatting chat about that fantastic
0: sounds brilliant so we'll do that, we'll call it that and um, yeah, we'll get this episode out for Friday as normal and we'll try and see if we can sort something out between now and now in the new year. Cool. Sounds so, good? Yeah, sounds awesome. Brilliant. Well thanks for listening and uh yeah, hopefully hear from us in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Bye. I'll speak to you soon guys. Bye. Bye. Um. What are you doing? Nothing. What's that in the background? Is there a movie on? Music? Right. Toys? That's right. Oh. Baby monitor. Maybe. One sec. That's not a baby monitor. It sounds like fast. Are you playing a GameCube game? You're playing Fantasy Star. I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell.
1: Just giving it a bit of a run out to see if it still works.